Hello and welcome. Welcome to Kevin's Podcast Show. Welcome to the dozens and dozens of the KPS faithful. Welcome to anybody that just found us. They're seeking those paths and they're walking therein. Now, folks, it's time to buckle up, buttercup, pull up your non-binary, gender-neutral panties and look in the mirror and say, I'm good enough, I'm strong enough, and doggone it, it's not the government's job to take care of me. It is Kevin's Podcast Show. I'm your host, Kevin Marshall. You're going to journey with me now as I go down memory lane as we talk about the Mueller report once again and get to say to the dozens and dozens that listen to this show, I told you, I told you so. Good evening ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the spectacular KPS Arena. The World News Boxing Association is proud to present heavyweight action. Let's get ready to rumble. Holy shit biscuits, folks. The shit biscuits have been served, and there's a lot of people taking a lot of bites out of them. Because they have to. They have no choice. Even CBS News and CNN and MSNBC, they all have to admit it. Nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing in the Mueller report. Shocker. What did I tell you on KPS show just last episode? What did I tell you? I get to be the I told you so guy this week. I'm telling you. I'm telling you again. Nothing. There's nothing there. So, it's already been out. They've already analyzed it. They've already said there's not going to be any more indictments come down. So, the president's not going to get indicted. His son's not going to get indicted. His daughter's not going to get indicted. His son-in-law's not going to get indicted. His cat's not going to get indicted. His dog's not going to get indicted. His parakeet's not going to get indicted. There's going to be no more indictments. And the Dems and the liberal media are pissed off. In fact... Fox News, their top story on their app as of Saturday morning, this is less than 24 hours after the uh, report came in, uh, their top story is that the mainstream media celebrities uh, and others are stunned as the Mueller report, Mueller, 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 is filed with no new indictments planned. The mainstream media seemed to suffer a collective shock Friday evening after the Office of Special Counsel Robert Mueller handed in its final report of the Russian investigation to the Department of Justice. You remember we talked about this, and they were saying that um, maybe the president has the right to redact some of that. Because it could be some personal information he don't want to get out there. I can see that. But if there's not going to be any indictments, then what difference does it make? We've wasted money. But anyway, MSNBC host Chris Matthews, who seems to be really upset all the time, talking just out of his ass all the time, uh, seemed livid that neither neither President Trump, his children, 
nor his henchmen. Quote, he called them his henchmen. That's some, uh, that's some unbiased, newsworthy stuff going on there. We face any criminal charges from the special counsel. Maybe he missed the boat here, Matthew said of Mueller. 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 Because we know about the Trump Tower meeting in June 2016. We know about the meeting at the cigar bar with uh, uh, Kilimnik. Kilimnik. Constantine Kalimnik. He's a Russian political consultant. Okay. My God, we know about all these meetings with Kislaki is another Russian um, diplomat at the Republican convention in Cleveland. All these dots we're now to believe don't connect. Yeah, you paid for this guy to sit around and and study this stuff for the last almost three years. They've been going since the almost the day the president got into, into office. And, yeah, you are to believe that these dots are not connected because you are the ones that push for this. The liberal uh, cable news host was particularly upset that the president wasn't indicted on obstruction of justice and never sat down for an interview with the special counsel. Why was there never an interrogation of this president? We were told for weeks by experts you cannot deal an obstruction of justice charge you cannot deal with an obstruction of justice charge or investigation without getting the motive. How could they let Trump off the hook, Matthews asked. He will not be charged with obstruction of justice or collusion. Collusion. It's a collusion. Without having to sit down with the special counsel Mueller and answer his damn questions. How could that happen? Well, I'll tell you how it happened. Mueller knows that he didn't have anything and it was a waste of damn time. So there you go. Matthew's primetime colleague, Rachel, Rachel Madcow, Rachel Maddow, Madcow, Rachel Madcow was visibly emotional throughout her show. She kicked off by telling her viewers she was reporting live from Tennessee because she felt she needed to interrupt her vacation to address the breaking news. She appeared to be holding back tears. Really? <sighs> Anyway, a couple of hours ago, maybe even less than that, I was standing knee-deep in a trout stream in Tennessee, Maddow told her viewers, but now it's Mueller time. And I'm in a studio in the great state of Tennessee. You know, we don't need your money, actually. I live in Tennessee. Don't really want you to be here fishing for our trout. The trout are basically just as safe as they were when I was flailing away at them ineffectually this afternoon. Oh my gosh, how funny is that? <gasps> How funny. What an idiot. Rachel Madcow. Meanwhile, several personalities on CNN were forced to admit that the announcement of Mueller's report was a positive development for the president. CNN's chief legal analyst, Jeffrey Tubin. Tubin? Let's go Tubin down the river. Jeffrey Tubin down the river. We'll be tubing down river, tubing down river, we'll be tubing down river when she... Okay, sorry. I've had a lot of coffee this morning. Anyway, Jeffrey Tubin offered rare favorable commentary for the president, calling for the end of Mueller's probe uh, was really good news, quote, for the commander-in-chief. There are a lot of suspicion around certain people and a lot of negative things that have been said in imputation of criminal activity, Tubin told Situation Room anchor... Woof, Blitzer, woof, woof, Blitzer. 
Mueller has said, I am not proceeding. There is no better news to receive than you are not being indicted by the United States government. Later, CNN's chief White House correspondent, Jim, I love myself, look at me, look at me, look at me, Acosta, said the White House was quietly celebrating and that the Trump administration was reacting to Mueller's report with a fair amount of glee. No shit, Sherlock. He's a hell of a reporter there. Thank you, Captain Obvious. I talked to a Trump campaign advisor earlier this evening who said, this was a great day for America and we won. Acosta told Anderson Cooper 360 anchor Anderson Cooper. That's how they feel right now. Liberal celebrities also appeared surprised by the sudden end to the investigation. In Hollywood, real-time host Bill Maher, because he's important, expressed disappointment but doubled down on his negative views of the president, whom he often called a whiny little bitch. Did the Democrats put too much trust in the Mueller report? Because I don't need the Mueller report to know he's a traitor. I have a TV. Yeah, I have a TV too. And I'm tired of seeing all this bullshit on TV about how President Trump's supposed to be a traitor and a racist and a homophobe and a xenophobe and a sexist and a rapist and any kind of other ish they can come up with. Outspoken anti-Trump comedian Chelsea Handler took to Twitter on Friday night and told her 8 million stupid followers that she was sexually attracted to Robert Mueller. Mueller, 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 whatever. Um, if I'm being completely honest, I'm very sexually attracted to Robert Mueller. Uh, I know it's not meant to be, but that doesn't mean I won't hang a poster of him above my head. I think that's supposed to be funny. I, th- I think. I think that's supposed to be a humorous tweet. I don't get it. It doesn't sound funny to me. It sounds stupid. But I think it's supposed to be funny. Okay, that's how they've reacted to it. Now, that's uh, Fox News uh, in their app. That's their top story uh, about the Mueller report. Let's see what CNN's is. Just go right over to CNN. Oh, good Lord. CNN just can't let go of it. The Mueller report is just the start of a new Russia showdown. It's just the start, folks, according to CNN. Robert Mueller's latest service to America is all but complete, but the reverberations from his yet-to-be-revealed report could amount to an inestimable political and constitutional consequences. The conclusion of the special counsel's investigation was an important landmark in itself at a moment in America's modern history when governing institutions are under intense strain. It demonstrated that, so far at least, a credible legal examination is possible into the most explosive of charges against an unchained president without interference and despite the bitter polarization of the times. Well, how long did it take them to come up with that line? The question now is whether everyone accepts the results. You have no choice but to accept the results. This guy's an independent counsel. He independently was investigating. He got a bunch of indictments against Russians, which, if anybody's surprised that Russians were trying to hack into our elections, our election, or trying to affect the election, or something, influence on social media or whatever, if any of that surprised you, you're an idiot. 
And if you're surprised that the United States doesn't have people that do the same thing, you're also an idiot. That's what governments do. So he got a bunch of indictments for Russians. He got Cohen, and he got um, Michael Flynn, and he got Manafort. I think I said there was two of his uh, staff. I think there was actually three that ended up getting uh, convicted and cooperating with the investigation. So he got three of Trump's staff convicted of crimes that weren't necessarily part of what was going on with the Russian investigation, but it's just coincidental that he found out that there was some shady shit going on. He had to, he, he, he had them against the wall, so he put them against the wall and said, now you need to cooperate with me. They all three cooperated. These were people that were in his inner circle, in Donald Trump's inner circle. But did it help? No. No indictment for the president. Okay, the nation could learn within days whether the Mueller report answered key inquiries. Did Trump cooperate with a hostile foreign power to win the 2016 election? Did he use the platform to seek to enrich himself with multi-million, multi-billion, with a B, billion-dollar business deals in Russia? Well, before he started campaigning to be president, he was trying to build a Trump Tower, basically, in Moscow. And that's going to be a billion-dollar effort for him. And they were um, Russian banks that were going to let him borrow the money and all this kind of thing. There's no collusion there. That's business. That's called business. That's called capitalism. Idiots. Okay, did he use the platform to see some billion, multi-billion? Okay, did the president obstruct justice, including by firing FBI Director James Comey in an effort to cover it all up? No. He has the discretion to fire James Comey because he is the president of the United States. If Hillary were president and she didn't like James Comey, guess what? She could fire him too. But I'm sure she has a lot of love for James Comey because, well, he didn't want to investigate her about her deletion of thousands upon thousands of emails off of her private server, but I digress. And is there any evidence to suggest... The article goes on, why Trump often appears to be obedient to Russian President Vladimir Putin, following fears felt deep within the FBI that the U.S. president was compromised. And can he explain the multiple suspicions suspicions, contacts uh, made between Trump's associates and Russians, both before and after the election, and the lies that they all told about their relationships? Well, evidently, Mueller... Independent counsel here, people that we paid for with our tax dollars, didn't think so. He sent it to the Department of Justice, and it's ultimately up to them whether they do anything about it or not. So Trump's team is already celebrating, claiming it is already clear that the president has already been vindicated since Mueller did not indict anyone for cooperating with Russian election meddling. The lack of charges against Trump's son... Donald Jr., his son-in-law, Jared Kushner, who were involved in a 2016 Trump Tower meeting with Russians offering dirt on Hillary Clinton, especially disappointed his critics. Their escape 
<clears throat> excuse me, their escape proved that the shrewdness of Trump's consistent messaging that the only question that mattered in an investigation that held Washington spellbound for two years, more than two years, was whether there was collusion. It's a collusion. The fat lady has sung, said one Trump aide, and told Jim, I love myself, Acosta. For now, consistent with Mueller's tightly controlled investigation, no one outside the Justice Department knows what it is, what is in the report, how long it is, and how much it deals with the president's own actions. But its delivery sets up an even bigger test for Washington's political institutions than those involved in getting it safely in its culmination. So much political and emotional capital have been invested in Mueller's probe by partisans on all sides that it is already clear that it will not mark a moment of catharsis that will once and for all drain the bitter poison of the 2016 election. You're never going to get rid of that poison. There's so many people that are pissed off about that. They have Trump derangement syndrome. Anyway, the choices have been made... Oh, I'm sorry. The choices made in the coming days and the revelations to come are likely to ensure that whatever Mueller's report says. Now, this is key, folks, right here. Whatever Mueller's report says, the question of Russia's assault on the last presidential election will stain the next one in 20 months. They're already setting it up. So if Trump gets reelected, they can again blame Russian meddling. Attorney General William Barr, old Bill Barr, the pillar of the legal establishment, weeks into his second spell in the job, now assumes the crucial historic role of deciding how much of the report the White House will initially see and the extent to which Mueller's conclusions will be shared with Congress and the public. Still, even if it is not legal liability for the president or his family in the Mueller report, it could still inflict significant political damage. See, that's the thing right there. Mueller probably had access to things that were very private about the president. And that could hurt him politically. And those are the things that I feel like the president probably should have the discretion to redact from the report. Because his personal life, if they're not going to charge him and it doesn't affect the report, then they should be able to delete those things. The biggest peril for Trump, it goes on to say, always lay in the obstruction question and whether there was conduct on his part that Mueller could not charge in deference to the tradition that a sitting president can't be indicted. Democrats wasted little time in demanding the full and swift release of Mueller's entire report, seeking the evidentiary hall behind to power their own investigations. But they have a sensitive set of decisions as well. If the report in any way vindicates Trump, Democrats could endanger their new House majority by continuing to pursue him aggressively. Republicans will argue that if Mueller a decorated former Marine and ultimate Washington straight arrow, clears Trump, a new flurry of investigations would amount to presidential persecution. However, the political battle shapes up. It's important to realize that the Mueller probe, though it has dominated Washington's attention for nearly two years, is only one piece of the legal puzzle gathering around Trump. Well... 
I'm just saying that uh, that's that's what the liberal media is already setting up. They're already setting it up for 2020. They're already setting it up so that when the Mueller report comes out, they'll be able to just pick it apart and take all these little pieces that they can, and they'll try their best to stick it onto the president. And they just be honest with you folks, they don't want a conviction here. They don't want to convict the president. They don't want to impeach the president. Hell, Nancy, I'm crazy as a shithouse rat. Pelosi has already said as much. She doesn't want to indict the president. She doesn't want to bring charges of impeachment against the president. And she is the Speaker of the House. And she's the one that ultimately has that decision to make. So... That's not what they want. They want to damage him politically so they can beat him in 2020. And they know right now, A, he's winning. He's defeated ISIS. He's got the greatest economy going on in the last 50 years. Unemployment's at a historic rate. Wages are going up. Stock market's up. I've said all these things before. You know, it's it, it's great to be an American right now. Okay? And they know that. So that's one. That's one thing. And the other thing is that none of their candidates are worth a shit. The last time they run a shitty candidate against Trump and they lost miserably. Hillary was a shitty candidate. Hillary was the wrong woman at the wrong time. I'm not saying a woman can't be president because one of the most admired people that I have in my life, Margaret Thatcher, Prime Minister of England, one of the greatest prime ministers in my opinion ever. She was awesome. And it doesn't um, um, matter to me if it's a woman, if it's a black person, Hispanic. I don't care what their descent is as long as they're American and they've got our country in, uh, they've got our country, uh, put our country first, which is what Donald Trump's doing. So their slate of candidates so far, their, their number one contender is Joe Biden, and he's not even announced yet. He's all but announced. And he'll be 78 years old. If he gets elected, he'll be 78 years old when he takes office. If Bernie Sanders, who's number two in the polls, uh, if he gets elected, he'll be 79 years old, and it'll be two old white men that are leading the Democrat charge right now. Two old white men. Now think about all of the of the white privilege that they talk about and about how that, uh, uh, you know, it's a white man's world and old white men run it and all this other stuff. The two leading Democrat candidates right now are two old white men. In third place is Kamala Harris, and I've played episodes of, of her interviews and stuff in the past. She's an idiot. She's just a, a, a giggly little schoolgirl idiot, in my opinion, she doesn't make any sense when she's trying to talk, and if she gets into some kind of an argument or a debate with the president, if she gets into it with Trump, Trump's going to roll over her like a steamroller. I'm just going to say he's going to be able to spout numbers and things that she's not going to be able to answer, and it's going to be funny and hilarious. And then in fourth place is old uh, Robert O'Rourke. You know him as Beto. Beto, let me try to be Hispanic with the last name O'Rourke, and I'm whiter than the whitest white man ever. White. And he's got his own problems with, uh, you know, um, the fact that he got arrested for 
DUI and, uh, well, you know, you can forgive that. You know, people make mistakes and he's, you know, but he also wrote a, I mean, look this one up. He wrote a very disturbing thing when he was in his teens, some kind of fantasy about running over children in his car or something like that. I mean, that's just some, some freaky shit. You know, they're not going to let that lay. That's going to, that's going to come out. So, I mean, they don't have a good slate of candidates. Okay, they got Elizabeth Warren, who claimed to be an Indian, to get ahead in a job, and she wasn't an Indian, and she did a DNA test, and guess what? She, not, not an Indian. So she lied about that. So she's, you know, she's going to be, plus she used to be a Republican. I mean, they're going to rake her over the coals for that one. Then you got uh, Cory Booker, and Cory Booker has his own problems because he's got a Me Too problem. I don't remember the all the details about it, but there was... There's a problem with some girl that was trying to Me Too him from back in the day, and then the rest of them just go down the list. I mean, there's a whole bunch of them. One of them, one of the candidates said that uh, he took his mom to see Deep Throat. Really? You took your mother to see an X-rated movie? I mean, that, that so they know their candidates are shit. Unless Hillary comes in like the Calvary at the end, at the end you know, the she comes riding on her white horse and says, "Well, I've been drugged back into this. <laughs> I've been drugged back. <coughs> oh, it's a little dry throat. <coughs> if she don't fall down again, Whew. Democrats are in trouble, and they know they're in trouble, and they know that one of the only things that they have to throw shit against the wall and see what sticks is to get this Mueller report unredacted so they can take any kind of personal information that that they have on the president and use it in the 2020 campaign because they suck. Okay, now, in... Today's battle, we had Fox News and CNN News pretty much reacting to the Mueller report. And Fox News talked about how the other media was responding to it, which I thought was quite funny. But it's kind of a little jab at them. They're poking the bears, what they're doing. And then CNN goes on this big tirade about how that this is just the beginning of the problems. That, uh, oh, well, whenever the report comes out, this this, this shit's going to be bad. It's going to be really bad. So I'm going to give this to today's battle. Let's see. I think I'm just going to call it a tie because they're both biased and they're both full of shit. And what it all boils down to is that we wasted a lot of damn time and money. And you didn't get the president like you wanted to. And now you're pissy again. You didn't win the election like you wanted to. You got pissy. Now you didn't get your indictment like you wanted. And now you're going to get pissy again. So, all right. Let's take a little bit of a break and I'll come right back. Hey, friends. Unknown Redneck here on Kevin's Podcast Show. I'm back once again. Going to give you a little bit of an update and my thoughts on this whole mule deer investigation from the President Trump. Old Trumpy got investigated. And I reckon they put us a, a report in there. And there wasn't nothing that they found on him. I didn't indict him. I didn't send nothing up there to send him back on to the Trump tires and get us out of Washington. They didn't do anything like that. I don't know a whole lot about it, but this is what I know. I've been reading a little bit on that, on that there internet thing, and Cheryl and me's done figured it out, and we figured up how much that cost Cheryl did. Well, I ain't that smart, but anyhow, Cheryl did, and she said that it cost every taxpayer in this country about $248 to have this here investigation go on. They said it's 35 
million dollars is what they spent on it. Thirty-five million dollars, and they didn't get the president. They didn't get old Trumpy. So anyhow, that's thirty-five million dollars that we wasted, and that's two hundred forty-eight dollars a piece. I'm just gonna tell you right now, I'd like to have that two hundred forty-eight dollars. It'd be good in my pocket. I'd be able to spend it when we go down there to Cabo or San Lucas down there in Mexico. When we go down there, I'd be able to pay for some out there scuba diving thing and be down there and see them fish and be able to pay for some more four-wheeler trips out there. And if Kurt Angle got two hundred forty-eight dollars, honey, he'd think he was the richest man on this earth, and he could buy him some more hair grease. Or maybe take his little green-haired girl, that's what I said, green-haired, because she's changed it from blue to green, and he could get him some more hair grease, and he could get that man bun, that little rat tail of his out there. He might even be able to get some plugs put on there, some kind of extension or something like that. Well, anyhow, point is, is that well, he could have had that money, and I could have had that money, and Darla Jean could have had that money, and we could have done a lot of stuff with it. In our house, that would have amounted to almost $750. And I don't know about you people, but $750 make a whole bunch of things go different in our world. Anyhow, I just think it's a big waste of time, and uh, I don't think he ought to have been doing it, but then I don't know a whole lot, but that's just my little opinion, and that's a little update from the Unknown Redneck, and you know where I am. A waste of money indeed. Unknown Redneck, a waste of money indeed. All right, folks, it's time for the shout-outs. All right, it's time for the shout-outs. All my podcast buddies out there, Shift Ender Podcast, All Things EMS with Drew McSalty. Uh, don't forget Derek's Heretics with Derek Cook. Do you like ghost stories, conspiracies, and mysteries? Well, you'll like Derek's Heretics. Also, Smugcast. They do movie reviews, news, and general nonsense. Funny, guys. It's a good podcast if you want to get into those. On Facebook, check out Weird Tennessee Hybrid Fit Fitness. Uh, for a giggle, you can check out Hillbilly Memes, Marketplace Morons. And don't forget that we have Kevin's podcast show on Facebook. Get over there and give us a like. On YouTube, check out Jason Albert TV. Super funny, super guy. And don't forget the companion to Derek's Heretics, which is the Greasy Rock Paranormal Society. And the Unknown Redneck has his own YouTube channel. Get over there. Check out the Unknown Redneck. Like his page. Subscribe to his page. Get your head sack on with the Unknown Redneck. And don't forget, folks, that you can find my podcast everywhere fine podcasts are sold. Hey, folks, this is a Dateline, Knoxville, Tennessee story. It's called the Alien Expo. Alien XPO. All one word, if you want to Google it and look it up, called the Alien Expo. If you're the least bit interested in some kind of alien life form out there, or maybe you just like Star Trek and Star Wars, mark this down your calendar, folks. August the 17th, 2019, it'll be held at the Knoxville Convention Center. Uh, here's how it's described, and let me just say before I get into reading about this, I'm just going to say that you can also listen to Derek's Heretics. And they cover stuff like this. They cover aliens, alien abduction, UFOs, ghosts, supernatural events, conspiracy theories, uh, anything like that. So give them a give them a listen on Derek's Heretics. Uh, this might be something that they'll talk about eventually. Maybe they'll even go. That'd be a good place for them to do a uh, mobile show, if you will. Okay, don't miss out on the most anticipated event of the year. Well, that's an overstatement, I would imagine. But anyway, the invasion is coming to the Knoxville Convention Center. What is Alien Expo? 
Well, Alien Expo is a fun educational weekend where you'll get the unique opportunity to be immersed in the UFO and alien phenomena that millions of people find so fascinating. Who should come? Anyone that has the slightest interest in UFOs, alien topics, or movies. Or if you love anything sci-fi, this is definitely right up your alley. But really, it's for anyone that loves to experience new things and have fun. What to expect? Well, there'll be vendors, music, face painting, meet and greets, alien costume contest, photo booths, autographs, book signings, and more. Pick up some cool alien merchandise and check out the artifacts from the Roswell Museum. Follow Alien Expo. That's uh, Alien, one word, Alien XPO on Facebook for the latest updates and news. Like our Alien Expo Facebook page for a chance to win free tickets. And free is always good because I'm broke as a convict and poor as a church mouse. What sets this event event apart from all others? Well, our presentations take this event to a whole nother level. A whole nubba level. You'll want to grab a seat in a lecture hall and get ready for the shock of your life. Prominent researchers and experiencers from around the world are going to present real encounters of the UFOs. Real alien abduction stories, real contact with extraterrestrial beings, and more. Ken Johnston, who was a former NASA aerospace engineer, will discuss how NASA already has bases on the moon. Stephen Bassett will be there, and he has spoken to audiences around the world about the implications of former formal disclosure by world governments of the extraterrestrial presence that's engaging the human race as we speak. You'll hear Travis Walton from Fire in the Sky discuss his US UFO abduction experience firsthand. The Walton experience is unequivocally the best documented case of alien abduction ever recorded. MUFON director, we've talked about MUFON before, MUFON director Kathleen Martin will be there, who is the niece of Betty Hill from the famous Betty and Barry Hill abduction case. She'll be discussing the shocking events that occurred from their drive home that night and how it affected her family for years afterward. Check out the website alienexpo.com for a full list of speakers. Can food and drinks be purchased? Of course you can. Can you buy tickets? Well, you can get them at everbright.com or directly from the website. There'll be all kinds of souvenirs. There'll be all kinds of people there. Uh, So if you're interested in alien abduction, you just want to have a good time and something to do on a weekend. Hey, get your tickets now. Get them up front. Like them on Facebook. Maybe you win some free tickets. Anyway, I just thought I'd mention that. And don't forget, Derek's Heretics, eh, it might be a good place for them to go. I'll certainly encourage them to get out there. All right, folks, that's a little weird news from Tennessee. All right, thank you all so much for listening today. I should have been in bed, but I stayed up to do this podcast this morning because, well, I worked last night. I'm sure you figured it out from all the stuff that I say on the uh, podcast, but I'm a paramedic. I work at nighttime. And I should be in bed, but I just couldn't stand it. I had to say something about this Mueller report. Mueller. 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 I can't not do that. Okay, no indictments. A big nothing burger. That's what I told you it was going to be on the last episode. I told you so. I'm right. And I'm tooting my own horn. So it's part of it. Anyway. We've reached the end of Kevin's podcast show. Don't forget that you can reach us on Facebook. 
at Podcast Kevin, Twitter at Podcast Kevin, email Kevin's Podcast Show at gmail.com. And you can also reach the Unknown Redneck via the email, uh, the Unknown Redneck at gmail.com, Twitter at Redneck Unknown. And you can also see him on YouTube. He's got his own YouTube channel. You can go there. Uh, see some of his updates. Um, set to video, but I mean, pretty much it's, it's what you hear here on the show, but it's distilled down, so that's what you get. And of course, you can go to the Anchor Podcast app or anchor.com and leave me a voicemail. I'll play it on the show if you want me to. And if you don't want me to, just say so. You can bitch and gripe about the show or give me a compliment. I really like compliments. Give me a compliment. Uh, don't forget you can go, if you're an iPhone user, iTunes user, go on to iTunes on your, uh, podcast app on your iPhones. Don't forget to rate the podcast, give it five stars, give it all the stars, and tell them how wonderful you think things are and how wonderful that you think that I am and all these things. Just be sure to tell them something. I enjoy it. All right, that's the end of the show this morning. I really do appreciate you all listening. And until next time, it is Deuces and Duck Lips. All right. What about your family? Mine? Yeah. It's real easy. Stupid, worthless, no good, goddamn freeloading son of a bitch. Retarded, big mouth, know-it-all, asshole, jerk. You forgot ugly, lazy, and disrespectful. Shut up, bitch! Who fucks me turkey pot pie? What about you, Dad? Fuck you. No, Dad. What about you? Fuck you! No, Dad! What about you? Fuck you! Is that for real? You want to come over sometime? That's bullshit. It's all part of your image. I don't believe a word of it. You don't believe me? No. No? Did I stutter? You believe this? Huh? It's about the size of a cigar. Do I stutter? See, this is what you get in my house when you spill paint in the garage. See, I don't think... Then I need to sit with you fucking dildo.